Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and again, this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I am joined by special guest, Michael LaFuente. Michael LaFuente is the business owner of Illy Tints, based out of Franklin, Wisconsin. Today, we'll be talking about his journey and his success. Without further ado, how you doing, Michael? Chill! <laughs> how you doing, man? Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. I'm doing good, brother. Um... Before we head into the conversation, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? A little bit about me. All right. Uh, I'm Get these jitters out. 30-something years old. I'm not going to give all the ladies the exact age, but, uh, you know, I'm in the 30-somethings. Um, I've been in business for about four years now. Uh, I've been at my current location for two years, and I've... I was at another location uh, before this one uh, for two years, so I've been in total four years now. Oh, awesome. So tinting, is it everything you imagined it would be from the beginning till now? Uh, It's more than what I imagined. There you go. It's definitely catapulted me into, um, yeah, better, bigger, better things, you know, a lot more prosperity, a lot more... um, just overall progress in my life you know it's it's been a blessing oh. yeah. all right so illy tints where did this journey begin um it began at the end of me being a slave to working for other companies you know i was just i was like everybody else man just trying to get by check to check you know yeah make ends meet, um, trying to, you know, keep my bills paid, uh, you know, make sure I had enough money to spend on my girlfriend. Oh, uh, for sure. You know, all that kind of fun stuff. Working for the man. Right. <laughs> you know, I was actually doing asphalt paving before this. Oh, that's a hot. Yeah, that's heat. <laughs> that's out there. I hated that job, man. <laughs> Shout out to Blocky Paving. Um, you know, they gave me the worst three years of my life. Oh. <laughs> it was a good company, but it was just, man, it was like... It was time. The money was all right, but, man, that job was back-breaking, exhausting. Yeah. Everything that I never, ever want to go back to. <laughs> so you finally was like, hey, it's time. Right. It's time you to know, move I on. I just kind of... I got sick and tired of doing that type of work. And then uh, after that, I, I was like, all right, well... What can I do to get out of this? You know, and then um, I had the bright idea of going to get my CDL. Okay. But um, I, I went and did that. Uh, I didn't go through school or anything like that. I mm-hmm. just, um, I taught myself basically everything that I needed to know through like YouTube videos. Um, I taught myself how to drive stick on one of the spare trucks that that uh, yeah. Lucky Paving had it was just <laughs> like they were never using. It was a stick shift old truck, but it was a Class B vehicle. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, so you I, got your practice. Yeah. I mean, I. So shout out to them for that. I worked for Cintas back probably like 2011, 2012, and they had their box trucks. And a part of um, my position there, you you had to have your license, but. Um, it wasn't you had to have your CDL, but I felt like with these box trucks, when you back them up and how long they were, I'm like, right. how is it I don't need a CDL right now? And the type of anxiety I'd get when I'd back, back up one, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, were they, yeah. were they like the shorter box trucks? Yeah. Like a, like a, um, what's that? Uh, U-Haul box truck or was it like a, no, it was, um, like it was bigger. Truck. It was bigger. Okay. It's, it's Cintas. So they, man. Um, they bring their, um, they bring all the dirty clothes. Um, they have their little, oh, okay. little bus ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have their little box 
vans and then they have the big the they, they clean clothes for like businesses and yes stuff, right? yeah formats, yes. all that type of stuff yeah okay. so these trucks would usually bring um from um up north bring dirty laundry <laughs> right. okay yeah i know what you're talking about so um what in the beginning um of this journey um in tinting what were the type of barriers you were hitting as you were going through with it? Um, I'd say it's kind of, it, it didn't really feel like barriers at the time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was just like anything else. You know, if you're, if you're trying to learn something, I guess the major barrier is sticking with it, you know, stickability. Yeah. You know, that was, I guess that's the hardest part of anything. Consistency, you know, because, uh, for sure. Yeah, you know, that was... um. I went from a job that was paying me a check mm -hmm. every week and that I knew had work for me and yeah. stuff like that um, to being paid by the car and only getting paid, you know, okay. if I attended a car. And then it was a lot smaller of a business. So um, some days there would be no cars, you know, and oh, wow. some days I just like yep. go work, go home with no money, you know. So but I couldn't let that stop me from mm -hmm. you know trying to be the best that I could be in this career you know because if I if I would have let that stop me then you know I probably would have turned back around got discouraged and been like you know I need to go find a job that where there's for sure money you know yeah, so but through sticking it out um you know I built up an amazing reputation for myself mm -hmm. um and now I'm like one of the best tenors in the city if not the state for sure i've heard i i've bro i see your stickers on the bumpers i see it uh one of my boys has uh i don't know if you created a freshener but it's it's hanging yeah, from got, his i got illy air fresheners yeah bro illy shirts illy everything man out of anything to pick right. as far as going off and doing your own business what led you to tinting specifically? Um, I don't feel like anything really led me to tinting windows. Okay. Yeah, like, I, I wasn't like, um, you know, I never, before I started tinting windows, I didn't even know tinting windows was like a, a thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, got you. Got I didn't you. know Nick's Bay Buddy tinting windows. Mm -hmm. I didn't know um, how much money you could make tinting windows. Yeah. Um, I just... I saw people had tinted windows. I thought the cars came like that, you know, or I mm -hmm. thought it was something that, you know, was a do-it-yourself thing that you could get at AutoZone, you know. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that this was an industry, <laughs> you know. And then um, my brother-in-law, he tints windows as well. Okay. He's the one that kind of got me into it. All right. Um, you know, and he was just trying to help me out, you know, because he was doing very well with it. He's... um. You know, he's better than I, you know, yeah. with it. Um, and I'm very thankful that he brought me into this. Industry. He's your sensei. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's yeah, the sensei. Definitely. You know, so I'm I'm super grateful he brought me into this industry, man, because um, I don't know where I'd be without it. You know, I mean, it's definitely opened up many doors for me, but I, I wouldn't say I sought out tinning windows. Like, okay. kind of like found me. You okay. Know, where I stumbled upon it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I got, I got, a, I got. A, my next question is, what inspired the name Illy Tints? Illy Tints is actually inspired through another career venture of mine, which is uh, music. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people who first meet me don't know that I'm a rapper. You know, um, I make rap music. I've been doing rap music for, I'm 30-something. So I've been doing yeah. rap music maybe about like 15 years-ish. I did hear one of your tracks, and I actually pulled it into the soundbite. You mind I play it? <laughs> yeah, play it. Uh, don't, you sure? Yeah. Of please. course. They ain't know me then, bet they know me now. I put on for my city, MK, that slide and proud. I'm that rose that grew through stone. Work my fingers to the bone. Had to get it on my own. I, I, I go bigger, I go home. Look at me now, I finally made it. I turn my pain. 
patient. It took some time, but I was patient. That's cause enough for celebration. What's the occasion? Yeah, dude. Yeah, when I heard that song, it was like, okay. Yeah, man, and that song is my celebration song to um it was first getting this shop. Yeah. Know? Um like I said, I've been in business 4 years. The first 2 years of business, um I was in a different location. It was that location was a blessing. Yeah. It was also um it was like going through the desert to get through the promise to the, the promised land, land. yeah. Dude. So like I had to go through that um fire and brimstone to get to my piece of heaven. I, I feel like those are you when you start off, I mean even me starting off in um with the, the podcasting, you know, in the beginning you go through uh you know humble you gotta humble yourself and you right. you gotta take in everything that you're absorbing in. Um yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah, all that teaches you so, so much, much, man. So much. And it tests your endurance. It tests your mental um, persistence. Mm-hmm. It, it tests your character. Just yeah. everything, you know. And it really shows you if you deserve what you say you want. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can attest to watching you climb this ladder, even with your, your music. You know, right. I've, I've heard of your music before. I... Yeah. I Definitely wanted you <laughs> to show that song. Um, yeah, I mean, if people don't know, we definitely we have a relationship that goes way back. Yeah, you know? for sure. So um, yeah. you're one of the people that I could definitely say has been there. Yeah, throughout the journey to uh, really see me flourish into what I am today. Yeah, it, it, it honestly, to be honest with you, it's it's inspiring to see how far you come. This is why this is probably one of my most exciting interviews coming up to. And you saw how many takes we had to take before we actually started. <laughs> his nerves are in the, the stomach, but it, it it honestly, I can say, watching you grow through music, through business. It's inspiring. Um, it's definitely a story to be talked about. Um, what type of business owner would you say you are? Um, I try to be very authentic, um, and I try to I try to really give my all to my customers. You know, I I go above and beyond for them. Um, you know, and they went above and beyond for me. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look like, if you look at my uh, Google reviews, I have over five hundred plus reviews. Okay. All of them are five star. Oh know? man. So, <laughs> it's, you know that's kind of unheard of. Yeah, for, for sure. You know, especially small businesses. All it takes is one on right. Google page for someone to be like, oh, gah, right. gah, gah. you know, and yeah, I I might have one or two out of five hundred plus. Yeah. But you know. Those are from people who were either um, mad that I wouldn't give them everything for nothing. Yeah. Or, you know, they were just like I always say, you can't please absolutely everybody. You know, as much as you want. Some people just want to argue. Yeah. (laughs) But at the end of the day, they don't want that. You don't really want the smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Facts. (laughs) I took that off of one of your other songs. (laughs) I like that. I was waiting. I was waiting. I was like, here's the opportunity. That's the perfect drop. (laughs) Mic drop. Um, That's awesome. So um, run me through a typical day at the at the shop. What what how does the day start to to where it finishes? The day starts before the shop opens. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, from the minute I open my eyes. I've always been the type of person that I'm on go. I wake up happy because you got to train your mind to yeah. like want to go get it. You know, um, I, I know a lot of people, they wake up depressed or whatever, but it really took me some time to train my mind to like sure. wake up and uh, be on go, you know, mm-hmm. and by on go is like, I have a song that's called stuck in mode. Okay. You know, and like yeah. I'm, I train myself to really 
be ready to kill each day and to give my all to each day. And that's what I mean by like stuck in mode. Yeah. So like from the time I wake up, I'm ready to go. I uh, brush my teeth, hit the gym. It's like six in the morning. I'm yeah. at the gym for the first two hours of the day. And that's just to get myself physically ready to come here and kill it. Holy cow. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, and then uh, as soon as I leave the gym, uh, go pick up the fam. Um, my son and his mother, they work here with me. You know awesome. what I'm saying? So this is literally a family business. Oh, it's family you know, oriented as ever. You know, uh, we get here. Uh, it's usually about like, it depends, but like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Uh, mm -hmm. Throughout the winter times, I start at 9, 30. Summer times, I push it back to 10 o'clock just because uh, summertime, it stays, um, the sun is up longer, longer. in yep. the evening. You mm -hmm. know? So we can be here until about seven or eight o'clock and the sun's still out you For know sure. but during the winter time by five o'clock it's already dark outside so yeah. you know i try to close at five during the winter time to at least feel like we're getting some sunlight at the end of the day but um yeah we get here in the morning um i got a kid's room you know for my son and the customer's kids you know he comes that's to, awesome to I work every day with me plays you know yeah um my son's mother is uh the receptionist here so, okay you know i got my girl doing you know all the assistant work you know she answers the phones um mm -hmm. she's doing uh talking to the customers you know taking them through what qualities of film there are we offer three different qualities at our shop um a ceramic a carbon and then a, just a regular standard dyed film okay um, so she's doing all that you know i try to schedule my day for the first like i'd say three years of me tinting windows it was just me you know yeah um so i would do about like anywhere between like five to ten cars a day you know yeah um, a light average was seven cars a day you know wow. but um and that was just me one guy yeah you know, i'm like damn every day um but usually i i, I space the cars out there i do one car every about hour to an hour and a half you know yeah and then uh we're open usually for like eight hours so um smaller jobs which are like two front windows or something like that you mm -hmm. know uh, you know how sedans come with yeah, yeah. Front windows not tinted or <laughs> trucks um, yeah those are like a smaller job i could do that like 20 minutes to a half hour you know so usually i try to pack some of those in throughout the bigger jobs yeah for sure um, but yeah that's you know and now I got employees, so I have um, right now two tenors. Uh, I'm in discussions with okay. bringing a third on board right now, so hopefully that works out that I could bring her on board and finally have my first female window tenor. Hey, yeah. so I trained up uh, my niece. Oh, Mia. She, yeah, she knows okay. how to tint windows, but she's not tenting right now. Okay, so she's getting there. It's yeah. the beginning. Yeah, so. But um, so I have had a female window tenor here mm -hmm. before, but um, you know she'll be the first like full time for sure. You know if she decide, if she, yeah, yeah. If she decides to come work for me. So you know, and and we just illy tends. I mean, we get paid by the car, so it's you know when when there's cars, uh, which there's always cars. I'm not like one of those window tent shops that like we go a whole day without tinting no cars though no, there's like five cars at least here every day like, yeah you know um but that's just i go i go crazy with the promotion and mm -hmm. you know if there's no work i'm gonna go get work you know? well the twins um my twins um when we came to your celebration this year mm -hmm. um, i had just got off the plane from new york so i like hurried up picked up the kids and then got over here, but we walked away with uh, two of your shirts, and they wear them. They wear them, bro. Nice. I love them. Um, I always thought that your logo was slick. Uh, that's really you, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and most people don't don't know that, do they? Yeah, a lot of people don't know don't, that. Yeah. That's really, like, the outline of you. I was like, I always thought that was super but slick. But a lot of people, uh, it's crazy. They don't know if it's me, but mm -hmm. they're all like, is oh, you? <laughs> so there's there's got to be some resemblance there. Yeah, they figure like that look like it's him. He looked like he's a little man in that whole uh, logo, you know. So yeah. like, 
It's right. slick. I'll tell you that. It's it's smooth. It's smooth. <laughs> and that was actually made by a homeboy of mine. Uh, but even the logo came from uh, through music because that's my music logo. Yeah. You know, so um, when I first started my uh, getting merchandise through music, that was, that mm-hmm. was the logo. And then when I created uh, Illy, you know, when I said, all right, I'm going to go into a window tent business and open up a business for myself. Yeah. Um, you know, all my friends, when they would tell people that I tinted windows, everybody <laughs> calls me Illy. So yeah. they were like, well, Illy tints. So oh! That's, that's how I got the name. No way. <laughs> really? Yeah, everybody comes. Uh, that's like, dope. Who tints windows? Well, Illy tints. Illy tints. So, that's where, bam, uh, Illy tints. That's, that's <laughs> dope. That, look at dude. So really like, the people <laughs> created the name. It belongs to the people. Hell yeah. So while you're at work, what um usually keeps you motivated to like push through these cars? Because you gotta admit, sometimes it gets, you know, oh, yeah. any job yeah. is like it gets exhausting. Um, how do you manage through that? Especially you saying the first three years, yeah, you were on your own. Yeah. I really want to know how you push yourself through what. I'm really big on watching like motivational stuff um, on YouTube. You know, I watch motivational videos. I watch um, therapy sessions. I mm-hmm. watch pod podcasts and stuff like that. So anything that I can absorb mentally, you know, to feed my my mind, you know, and to feed my spirit. Um, yeah, I watch a lot of that, you know, and then that gives me a lot of encouragement on the days where like I get the sucky cars, you yeah. know, because there's a lot of cars that yeah. suck. You know, there's a a crazy amount of easy cars, but there are a crazy amount of cars that absolutely suck. I mean, just <laughs> uh just wait, what was it? Um Friday, I think this this past Friday. Had to be on a Friday. Yeah. yeah. Had to be on yeah. a Friday. Uh, we uh no, was it Friday? No, it was Saturday. Saturday? Yeah, so Saturday, uh, on Saturdays, I worked five hours. Um, I had just opened up the schedule to, to like, really pack it in, you know, because I, I got two other employees. So I was like, you know what? I'm not just going to do five cars in five hours anymore on Saturdays. I'm going to do, like, eight, nine of them to make sure that my employees go home with some money. You know? Okay, gosh. Gotcha. Man, when I opened up that schedule for that Saturday, I had the first two cars on the schedule were the worst cars they could possibly be back to back. And I was like, it was a, a Chrysler 200, which that car sucks. The <laughs> like, Damn you, Chrysler. Yeah, man. Why Chrysler? No, why? <laughs> so Chrysler 200s, the side doors on those cars, um, the seals have felt in the inside. So okay. and as you're cleaning the windows and spraying the glass, um, the felt breaks apart into little dirt particles. Wow. And it's just like it gets messy. Yeah, it gets very messy very fast. On your hands, on yeah. your yeah. In the tent. And any little specks in window tent, they look like mountains. Like yeah. you know, everybody's like, look at all these specks in it. You know, so yeah. like you gotta do it. I mean, when you tend in windows, it's you damn near have to be perfect, yeah. you know, because nobody wants a speck in there. No, tip, you know, so I'm coming back to the shop. <laughs> I'm coming back, bro. <laughs> right. You know, but uh, so it was it was a Chrysler 200. And then um, it was like a 2012 Honda Accord or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. And that Same. car is so round that it sucks. <laughs> you know, the, the windows are like they're are they bent? weird round yeah, yeah they're, they're bent like, in a weird way like the yeah. door frame is bent in a weird way so um there's a process during the window tint process called shrinking the film to the shape of the glass mm-hmm. well because these windows are like weirdly rounded yeah um it the the film doesn't shrink properly to it because the film's got like a layer of plastic holding it shape yeah you know so it's like the rounder the film the harder it is to shrink it okay Um, or the rounder the glass the harder it is to shrink the film to the shape of the glass Mm -hmm. so we just had those two cars back to back you know (laughs) i must have did the like back seat passenger side door um Mm -hmm. three or four times on the accord myself 
Wow. You know, just because like uh, when I was installing the pattern, it, it was getting these things that we call fingers, which are like the film is not laying flat and there's like a little flap that keeps coming up, you know, so either you got to heat that down. Yeah. Or um, it just anytime you go to squeegee the film onto the glass, it just creates like a crease mark. Yeah. You know, so it's like ended up having to do that glass like a couple different times. Um, the, the Chrysler that thing's got felt liners, so it's like yeah. you gotta do it until <laughs> you get it with no debris in the film. You know, yeah. nobody wants to see debris in their window tip. You know, nope, so and I'm, I'm coming back. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so, you know, days where you get those hard cars, you know, and it's usually I tell my employees all the time, like you got to go through the bad days. You got to truck through them. You yeah, know, and try to look at it as like. This, the day has to end eventually. So yeah. the day is, is going to be over. You know, just make it to the end time, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, tomorrow's another day, you know? It's for sure, man. I, I mean, I've never personally seen, but the way you're explaining it right now, it's kind of scary, bro. Just to... to Talking about the little dust or the felt or getting in the film. Um, how is it with your, your employees? Like, you have to, they have to, I mean, they're in their beginning stages, right? Right. Yep. So, um, as, a, as a boss, when you see them three, four times, because, uh, do they? Oh, yeah. I, I make yeah. them redo windows. Like, <laughs> I don't want, I want that, that window better look like I did. For sure. I leave this shop, you know? Yeah. So, and... Sometimes I feel like I'm I might be too hard on them or expecting too much from them, but yeah. that's how you raise greatness up. You know? Oh, like for sure. You know, by the time these you know a year crosses for both of them, mm-hmm. um, they're gonna be the best window tenders. I mean, probably even better than me. You know, because I I don't accept um, anything less than ninety percent. You know, mm-hmm, yeah. I, I'm not looking for perfection or a hundred percent you know i understand that this is all aftermarket and we're human and yeah i was about to say some mistakes you know um but i want them to give their best every time you know because that's what i do i give my best every time and if you allow just mediocre work to go out Mm -hmm. you know then that was something that i had to untrain myself from That brings me to the next next question, because you do have employees now um, with your employees included. How how is the culture here? What actually let me what type of culture would you say defines elitens? Um, man, I I mean, I I've heard believe it's very laid back here, you know, and I, um, you know, all of us are. I didn't plan it this way, but we're all Latino here right now. Okay. You know? So <laughs> it's, uh, I'm half black as well, you know, mm-hmm. so um, there's a lot of uh, really, minority. Yeah, minority culture here, yes. you know, and there's a, like I said, I, I try to go above and beyond for all my customers. So there's a lot of love and it's a family atmosphere when you, as soon as you walk through the door, you know, um, you're greeted like, we care that you're here. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like you walk in here and then, you know, everybody's like, what do you want? You know, it, it ain't that, you know, it's you walk in here. Hey, welcome to Italy Tents. How you doing yeah. today? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, very inviting atmosphere. I feel it. Um, my employees, they love coming to work, you know? Yeah. Um, they feel like they're learning something every day. Um, I had one dude, um, he just recently left his job. Uh, a few months back, you know, and started tinting windows. Uh, he's been apprenticing for a while, but, you know, he used to, he tells me all the time, like, man, I used to hate going to work. I work in a factory, you know, I run these machines or whatever, and just, like, I feel like I'm not growing. I feel yeah. like it's not something that I could see myself doing for the rest of my life. I see other workers there that have been there 15-plus years. and It's more like just, a dead-end job. Right? They're it's, disgruntled with life, you know, yeah. they're treating their uh, peers at work bad because you know stuff that's going on in their life you know but it's not the same atmosphere when he comes here you know he's happy to come to work every day he's ready to earn you know he's ready to give his best for sure um 
I grill out sometimes. At there the you go. Day, you know, I, I got I keep a fridge here. You know, mm-hmm. during the summertime, we try to make it fun to come to work. You know, because at the same time, I want to come to a place that I enjoy working. You know, I don't want to come to work and it feel like I'm at a job. Yeah. You know, the old saying is, if you do something you like, you'll never have to work a day in your life, yep. and that's how I want it to feel here. Truth. Um, I, I I feel like especially at my age right now, it's. The, the number one thing is protecting your peace. Oh, yeah. And as long as you can do that and you keep out that negative volume. Right. Um, you're set. Right. Um, and that negative, that negativity is going to be fighting its way. Oh, of course. Chance to get in. And, oh, and, and that's why I say, like, you know, it, right in the morning from the time I wake up, I'm training my mind. You know, oh, like, for sure. You know, building my brain. Positive. Uh, yeah, anything positive that I can absorb, anything that's going to enlighten my spirit, you know, I, I absorb it, you know, and I, I try to utilize it throughout the day because, you know, there's people who come here all the time mad from something that might be going on outside of here, yeah. you know, and then they're trying to, oh, well, I want this. Well, we can't give you that, but, you know, we can try <laughs> to give you something close to close. that, you know, or we can do the best we can for what we are. You know, like I had a, a customer come in a, a couple weeks ago and he's like, well, this tent doesn't look like this other shop's tent that I got tinted at a couple years back. I'm like, oh, wow. in my head, I'm like, what are you doing here? Why not go back to the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> originally got the work done at. And he's like, well, because like, you got this amount of reviews and stuff like that. I was like, okay, yeah. so obviously you're here looking for a better experience than what you received at yeah. the last place you went to. You know, so that's like going to Burger King and asking, like, why doesn't this burger look like McDonald's? (laughs) (laughs) Because this is not McDonald's, bro. You know, so. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. You know, Um, I don't want to say it like this, but uh, especially in like I do flooring. So it's um, we had a house that flooded talking about a couple weeks ago. And, you know, when you order the product initially, it's. There's a thing called the dye lot. So the pattern and the color is all the same. Right. Now, if a couple months down the road, like with these people, um, if it floods and it has to be replaced and we go back in, you're not going to have the same dye lot. It's not going to look like the same pattern. And it's definitely not going to be the same color. Um, What changes? It, it, the, the the pattern and even the color it, it's, it has the same name but it's tinting of it too you know right, like okay it, um the Is floor that just with time or what yeah and because okay. it, it's um they come from a factory so right. they're printing different patterns all the time so ah, okay yeah, once yeah, that okay. initial pattern runs out that's it you'll never have the same and with these people um uh, we went into their basement, and um, it, this was darker than what we pulled off of the van. Um, and I had to tell these people, like, no. like, But they were asking in the beginning, they're like, well, why isn't it the same? Well, because time. I mean, um, you can't expect things to be done the same nor be the same after right. so long so and things are improving you know yeah. i'm sure that company's improving the way they make whatever yep. you know, flooring uh materials they're making you know sure. so it's i just i kind of in my head i was relating to what you were saying right now with that customer right um you you said you had two shops so from that shop to advancing and upgrading into this shop Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? Like, if you could, like, the first shop, where was that located? Um, that shop was in Cudahy. Uh It was right on, right off of, uh, it was right on the corner of Packard and College Avenue. Okay. Yeah, so it was like, um, it wasn't an actual shop. It wasn't my own building, you know. It was, basically, I was renting a do-it-yourself car wash bay, Yeah. you know. Um, and I was running my business out of that, you know, because it was all that was available to me at the time. For and, sure. You know, I had a vision in my head of where mm-hmm. I wanted to go. Yeah. I just needed the means to get there. You yeah. know, so um, 
I just rented that space for a while. Uh, the guy that owned that um, car wash, I mean, he was super cool. I mean, that that man, I give tremendous respect and uh, I got tremendous love for that guy. You just know, giving you a shot. His name was Bill Grady, man. He gave Bill me, Grady. <laughs> he gave me, you know, he put me on, man. You know, I, I wouldn't. I, I'd probably still be here today doing what I'm doing, but you know, mm-hmm. I would have had to go another route. You know, yeah. and he made it so I didn't have to find another route. I, I feel like even with that, the way you explained it, it's what you make of the situation you have, and, right? And and it goes with the positive thinking and. Right. You know what I mean? If you're going to sweep, you better sweep like the best, you know, right. the best of the best. I'm the best sweeper, you know, so. Right. Um, and at, at the, um, so at that place, it was in a small do-it-yourself car. Was bay. It was like a broke down bay. Yeah. But, you know, I was tending cars out of there. I could fit a car in there. I put my tent uh, easel boards on the side and I was, you know, making it happen, you know, yeah. and I would pack up my equipment at the end of the day and my big old truck that I had, <laughs> you know, um, and, I would always clean up the shop. I'm sorry you said the big truck. You don't want the smoke. (laughs) Facts. Hey, I had a straight pipe on that truck, man. That suburban was amazing. I love that truck. Uh, But um, so I would get to the shop, that shop, every day. And, you know, it was exposed to the elements. So stuff would blow into the shop all the time because it didn't have a closed-off door or nothing like that. Um... And when I'd get there in the morning, you know, I'd treat it like it was, it was, it was a hole in the wall, but it was my hole in the wall. There you, you go, know, like, bro. That's what I wanted yeah, to hear. It was my hole in the yeah. wall. You know? And I treated it like it was, you know, that yeah. place made me a lot of money and I treated it like it was valuable. Yeah. You know? And, and what? I, I've had, uh, one, one time I had this, uh. This person like maliciously made a status on Facebook uh, on yeah. my business page, and they didn't even get work done by me, for one. Oh, wow. um, but they had drove to the shop late at night, took pictures of it, and then uploaded it onto my um my Facebook business page. With no a, with way! With a crazy status like uh, I would never let this guy tip my windows. Uh, look at these weeds growing out. Like he can't even like weed whack. I'm like, bro, like you're miserable. Yeah, you know, you, like excuse my language, but fuck the weeds. You know? yeah. like, <laughs> the weeds are not in the way. Yeah, they don't at all uh, cause me to tint your car any mm-hmm. less b- beautifully. Like it does not affect the outcome of how this tint comes out. Sure, the quality, and, man. Yeah, you know, like. It's not in the way, you know, it's, they were like weeds growing out the side yeah. of the building. Like, really, bro? Like Those know. people are the type of people that are miserable. When they right. go home, their wife probably doesn't even speak to them. She's like, go to your room, okay? Right. Dude? Like, <laughs> Facts. Bro, and like, the funny part about this is like, at least around 200 people hopped on that status. Yeah. Before I even got a chance, bro. Like, to def- I didn't even yeah. get a chance to defend myself. All my customers were like, yo, he's the best window tinter out here. Like, I just met him and I, I've been to other window tin shops, actual, you know, people mm-hmm. who own window tent shops, like yeah. buildings. And they just, they've never treated me the way Illy, Illy Tints treats me. Um, mm-hmm. They did not give me the quality of work that Illy Tints gave me. Uh, how could you say you know, yeah like, for and sure go- and then the next morning I came back to the shop one of my customers actually weed whipped oh <laughs> that's love all the weeds bro hey can we just Everything send some stars to this yeah. whoever it was yeah. <laughs> bless you it was, it was uh, my customer Chris because um, he had posted pictures afterwards you know he had he had weed whipped everything yeah in the morning before I got there bless and, you uh, Chris you know, and, and he was like, he took pictures, uploaded on the status. He was like, there, the weeds are gone. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, awesome. Man. But I was like, and that's how, that's how I know, you know, like, I give my all to my customers and they give me everything back. You yeah. Know? Your and work it's, it's it clearly like speaks that. for itself, you, right. you know. Um, so how does it feel now that, I mean, this is this is a beautiful building. I mean, gorgeous. You got the space. I, I'm looking at a playroom. I love it. I love it. Thank you. You know me. I got my kids, and man, yeah. um, 
Man, we got a baby changing station yeah. in the bathroom. You know, like facts. A lot of places ain't got that. You Wait, know, you go to I gotta place. hit it. You don't want to smoke facts. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, all these, you know, you got big businesses that they're not thinking about stuff like that. You go out to eat and uh, your baby use the bathroom yeah. and then you go change them and they ain't got no baby change station. Yeah. You know, where's the family vibe? Yeah, you know, I know, right? Especially. For the fathers. Yep. They don't be putting baby changing stations in the men's bathroom. I got to put them on the counter. <laughs> right. Come on. You know, like, how you expect there to be, uh, you know, yeah. where's the love for the dads? Where's you the love for the like, papas? You got to encourage these men to get out here and be fathers. Put some baby changing stations <laughs> in the bathroom. Put it in the out, stall. You know, come on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, so going through that two years, um, like I said, it, it was... It was definitely like going through the desert, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not like the most religious person. I've read the Bible, um, and it was like, you know, to to have something to compare it to metaphorically. It was like uh, you you ever hear the story of how like uh, uh, what is it? The Egyptians go through the desert, mm-hmm. um, and Moses, you know, the, the Israelite, yeah, and Moses, you know, hearts. is that yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? so mm-hmm. they. And then they they got to go through the desert to get through their promised land. Yep, you know, for sure. That's what it felt like for me. You know, mm-hmm. I had to go through the hardship of that, but that made me an amazing tenor because now, like, you know, there were days at that shop where like it'd be storming outside and like the you wind is just like blowing crazy, and I didn't have a door to yep. close off, but I had a car that I had to finish under two hours. You know, Damn. so like. I had to have like crazy kung fu grip on yep. that film to get it to not blow out of my hands. But also, I couldn't be gripping it so hard to where I put a crease in the film, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, for the amount of dirt it was blowing around, I had to make sure that none of that ended up in my windows, you know? And, yep. you know, so that's why now that I'm at this shop, um, you know, I, I try to make it to where this shop is always clean. When you walk in here, the first thing you smell is good smells. You know, like as soon as we get here, uh, my girl, she'll run through the shop and she'll, you know, spray uh, lemon everywhere. And, yeah. You know, it just smells good when you walk in here. And then, um, you know, in the back, now that my employees are they're doing windows with me, like I said, I, I want their windows to come out as if I did those windows. And I know that if I'm providing you the most ideal place to tint a window. Yeah. You know, it better come out super clean because I've tinted windows in the least ideal place to tint. There you go. It still came out clean, you know, so I know it can be done, you know. Yeah, because you got a you got a whole building here. I mean like it's massive. Like I I don't say that lightly either. This is um I've seen the inside. Um I could tint like at least five or six cars comfortably. Doors spread yeah, in this building. You know. Yeah, it, it, it's it's impressive. Like I said, I've I've watched the the glow up. I've watched the you know you from man. It's Thank just you. it reminds me of uh, J Cole's Rise and Shine. You right. know what I mean? It's right. it's uh, those types. Like uh, man, it's it's definitely inspiring. These past couple years, um, you know, everyone has gone through their struggles through um, the pandemic. Right, right. Yeah. Um, how did you manage to stay afloat during those difficult times? Because you've been here for two years. Yeah, I've been here. I opened, I moved to this location in the midst. Mid-pandemic. Yes. Like, when everything yep. really started shutting down, that's when I moved here. That's when my son was born. Yeah. Arlo. Arlo. And I actually <laughs> thought that, um, you know, I... I just jumped in faith, you know. I had been mm-hmm. looking for a building before the pandemic was even a thought, you know. Nobody yeah. knew this was going to happen, you know. And I was looking for a building, and I was trying to um, make a way for myself, you know. And when when that way finally presented itself, because um, at the other place I was at, you know, I had slipped under the radar because that place was actually... Um, it was in partnership with a BP gas station that yes. had a um, a mechanic shop. Yep. 
You know, I've got my car done a couple yeah. times there. So they used to do like tire yeah. changes, um, they also wheel do, balancing, and all they, that stuff. They also one of those spots you can go to for emissions. Yep, emissions yeah. tests. Um, so I kind of slid under the radar because during the winter times, I would move in. I would rent one of those um, mechanic bays from them. They had okay. a car, yep. mechanic bay, so I would rent one of the bays and then I would tint windows in there. So you know, essential workers, mechanics were an essential worker. Wow. <laughs> oh, my so God. I was, I was renting a bay. Wow. Yeah, so I kind of like slid up. Bro, talk I, about I, grind. God, I Holy. just kept working, you know, like, um, you know, some people might look at this like a bad thing, but, you know. Look at this dude. <laughs> straight up. Yeah. You know, I didn't really. uh you know, while in the midst of all that craziness of the pandemic, um, I I didn't I did not move in fear at all throughout it. You know, I didn't people were all oh, you need to have a mask on. I would only put a mask on when people would ask me to put a mask on. You know, sure. and that was just out of respect. You know, I didn't yep. I'm not gonna sit here and argue with you. If a mask makes you feel good, whatever. Mm-hmm. As soon as you're away from me, I'm taking that mask off. Like yeah, I, for I sure. don't care. Um I, w- I didn't have COVID at all throughout the whole pandemic, uh, you know, and, and I feel like it's because I didn't move out of fear, you know? Yeah, for and, sure. I mean, obviously, I got my normal flu season sickness just like anybody else. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just dealt with it. I stayed home when I felt sick. Um, you know, I didn't go out if, you know, I felt like I had the sniffles or anything. Just stuff that you should randomly be doing anyways when you're yeah. sick, you know? So, um, but yeah, I kind of slid under the radar. And I just kept working every day that I could work. I went to work, you know, and um, when this building presented itself was like mid COVID when they were like actually shutting all the uh, barbershops down. Mm -hmm. Um, They weren't letting tattoo shops open up. uh, Just all that, you know, like I had got this building and I was like, man, like it's going to be like. Is somebody gonna come here one day and be like, "Yeah, um, y'all can't be open right now." You know, you guys aren't like an an automotive shop or anything like that. You know, yeah, like, yeah, you guys are working with cars, but you're not like, you know, this is an essential thing to keep yeah. a car running. It's not a necessity. You know? They would right. It's more label. luxury, you know. Yeah. So, but nobody ever came. Hey, <laughs> you know, I just kept working, working every day I could. You know, I'd get here. You know, and I'd yeah. be like, I'm going to just work until somebody shows up. That's, Nobody shows up, that's I where, keep working. That's <laughs> where it's at, dude. Look at this. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, he rented one of the base. Yeah. That's, hey, man, but that mentality right there, that's what separates you from others. Because I, I, I was working in a factory. My wife was pregnant at the time, and it, it was... You know, you hear so much information going over. So I mm-hmm. decided the best for me, her being pregnant at the time with my youngest, I was like, going to stay, stay at home. Mm-hmm. About two weeks after he was born is when I went back to um, to work. And uh, my cousin brought me into the profession of flooring. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's my sensei, you know. Um, but I've been doing that ever since. But... Um, it was a, it was a, in the beginning, it, it was scary because you didn't know what was happening. Right. But, um, and like flooring, like you're in people's houses yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like. And it boomed. Right. When I went back to work. Um, but for you to have that type of mentality where I'm not cutting at myself because I did stay home, but it was more of um, assuring the health, the best health for my wife and my unborn child. Right. And, and it's to eat to everybody their own, bro. You know? Yeah. Like, I never, throughout all of COVID, bro, I never, like, knocked anybody if they mm-hmm. felt like, you know, I'm not going out or I'm not, like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to put my family. It's just respect, risk. Yeah, you know, if that's how you feel, yeah. that's cool. You know, when people would cancel their window tenant appointments because they, you know, they didn't want to um, be out interacting with anybody because they didn't want to catch COVID. Yeah. Cool. I completely understand. I don't want you to put yourself in harm's way, um, you know, if... One thing I always say to myself is um, I'm blessed in abundance. So if the money's meant for me, like if God Mm wants me to have that money, Mm -hmm. 
it's going to come to me. It's you know, whether it comes through you or it's going to come through someone else, yep. it's going to find me, you know, yep. and it has, you know, like, like I'm just in that mentality. I'm really because. happy for you that you did find that little passage to right. keep on building. And well, there's a, a song that I just wrote um, not long ago, but it's called Find a Way or Make a Way. Are we going to hear this in the 52 weeks? Yep, yep, this yes. Is, this is the 52 weeks. <laughs> I'm sharing it every week, by the way. <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, definitely. Um, as far as business this year, what's your goal? Um, so my goal right now is to kind of pull myself back from being involved in the actual process of having to tent the car. Okay. Um, and that's just so that um, I can, I want to do a lot more apprenticeships. And, mm -hmm. you know, one thing that I'm sure you've heard of, a lot of people have heard of is like uh, the Kia boys, you know, and, okay. you know, just a lot of the stuff that are going on in the streets, you know, and I feel like that's because, um, a lot of the younger generation, they have nothing to no guidance. feel like, you know, like mm -hmm. whenever you, you're doing these things, it's because you feel like you don't have nothing to live for, really. You know, you're like, worth. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be out here stealing cars, but why? Well, because I have like a couple low riders. I make great money. I feel like I don't need to do stuff like that. You know, I have a kid yep. to live for. You have um, purpose. Right. I have some sense of purpose mm -hmm. and not knocking them, you know, but who's going to give them that purpose? You know, if, if we're going to say, oh, don't do it, mm -hmm. what are we going to do to fill that time? Right. You know, and what I can do to fill that time is, you know, maybe teach up more apprenticeships, get more kids or, you know, more people. Obviously these kids are interested in cars. You know, I, let's get them in the cars. You know, I, it, it's, it's I, I love that you brought this up because there was a point in time where your family took me in right. where I was at my lowest. And it was uh, it was like my early 20s, you teenage into my early 20s. And you guys really you, your mother, um, Davey, you guys looked out for me. And I, because of that, I was able to get on my feet. And I always appreciate that from you guys. But that's love. It takes people like you guys to just, you know, now, now you're talking about setting up apprentices. It takes that one, just that spot, just to someone to give someone a chance right, to an alter opportunity. their, yeah. yeah, you know, just alter their path. Like, exactly. All these kids, they want, man, believe me, I refuse to listen or I refuse to accept that. Oh, they grew up this way. They're just going to be this way. No. Right. Um, you, if there's an opportunity for them and it presents themselves, they'll... They're going to change. They're going to change. Uh, so, not to highlight the Kia boys or anything like that, yeah. but they had a documentary on them um, I, I on know. YouTube. Yeah, and, I saw that. You know, clearly, if, if you watched it, you know... The, the guy asked the dude, he's like, you know, uh, what do you want to, is it is this what you'd like to do forever? Like, what do you want to be outside of this? And that that kid had some ambition. Like, he said he wanted to be something else, you yeah. know? Like, so obviously, it's not that, um, it's not that this is what he wants for his life. Yeah. It's just that no other opportunity is presenting itself. The people that he's around don't have the opportunity. So yeah. it's just like, it's a, a survival whole, yeah. mentality, dude. Right. That's all it, it, you know, it's, it's sad because that's, it's surrounded by that survivor's mentality. And it, it's like, man, if they were just given one shot, how much their lives right. can change. Think of all, think of all they could accomplish. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, and that's how I look at people, you know, nobody <laughs> is just outright, like, I mean, there probably are people that are just outright bad, but yeah. you know, like. You'll never know unless you give them an opportunity to be good, you know, For sure. so, or to do something amazing, you know, and that's what I want to do, you know, within the next year or two years, five years. I want to, you know, reach back and give back to the city because the city is gave. Um, I'm in Franklin, but, you know, majority of my clientele comes from inner city Milwaukee, yeah. um, north side racing. Um, and it's mostly all inner city. So yeah. I want to give back to the people that have helped me prosper, you know, because yeah. it's it's just not about me. It's just not about my family. It's really about like 
giving back. Yeah, like, for sure. If there's something that I could do, it's I'd be the fool to just sit idly by and not help. You know, it's bigger than you. The, the, the right. whole mentality is just bigger than yourself, and that's how I feel with doing the the interviews. Um, I really want to bring light to the city. I really want the the underdogs to win. Um, I feel that there's a there's so much talent in the city, you included. It's it's it, to me, it's like if if there can be a platform just to shine a little light on that, and maybe just maybe something comes from it. I want to at least attribute to that, you know? Right. Yeah, and you know when I like you said, uh, people are like, oh, how they raise and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like. Yo, who raised them? Yeah. Uh, you know, they were raised by somebody. So obviously, it ain't just this, oh, this generation's this, and they have no one. Mm-hmm. Well, who fucking taught them that? Yeah. You know? And excuse the language again. Hey, you, you know, good, man. People, you know, everybody wants to judge. Nobody wants to address the problem or For sure. help solve the problem. That, that right there, you just yeah. hit it on the head. You know, just hit I, it I'm on the head. I'm not going to sit here and criticize the problem if I'm not willing to do nothing. Do to help something it, about you know? it. For sure. Dude. So, um, who's your, um, what's your inspiration behind all of this? What's your purpose? Like, wh- who do you feel is that purpose that gives you the, the the motivation to just keep going and pushing as hard as you? Um, my why is the fact that, like, I... So a lot of people don't know this about me, but I was actually supposed to be uh, an abortion baby, you know? Like, oh, wow. My, my mom considered abortion with me. Uh, she actually tried to. My dad ended up locking her in the house Wow. You know, uh, so yeah, he you I, know, my dad was never in my life. Yeah. But you know, that if there's one thing that he did to save my life, it was he that. did that right. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I didn't know that. From the story of what my mom told me. Yeah. You know, so um kudos to my dad for that, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um you know, and uh, like bef- before I was the age I am now, um and before I had kids, I'd be like how could you even think about abortion, yeah. Bob. You know, but, yeah. You know, now I I understand. You know, it's hard raising kids. You know, my yeah. mom had she had three kids before me, so I couldn't even imagine. I feel like I'm at my wit's end, and I only got one kid. Oh, you know? for sure. So like, you know, but um, yeah. So that's my why. You know, because I, I feel like um, I'm here. I would. I'm. I could have not been here. So yeah. what am I gonna do with the opportunity that I have? You know, gotcha. being here and, you know, you hear all the things out of, uh, you know, there's one in a certain billion amount of chance <laughs> yeah. of being born a human. Mm-hmm. And then out of that, you know, uh, out of you being born a human, you could have been an ant, a dog, a leaf or whatever, yep. you know. But, uh, you know, out of that, now you're a human with no health problems. And that's me. I I don't have any health problems. I don't have anything um, blocking my... Holding you back. Yeah, holding me back. You know, any Mm -hmm. obstacles to overcome. You know, there's great people doing... um, Take my accountant, for instance. Like, he's he's in a wheelchair, you know, so... And he's got, like, some deformities or whatever. Super smart guy. Super amazing guy. But, you know, he's got to deal with these things Mm -hmm. um, that I couldn't even fathom dealing with. You know, so yeah. and if he could do great things, you know, yeah, it, it'd be pure laziness for me not to do for sure great things. Um, and then another big thing that um, really catapulted my uh, it like just supercharged my ambition was when I had my son. Yeah, okay. like my son is like uh, from the day that I learned that I was having a kid, that just changed something in my mind. It was like. I'm stuck in mode now. Like, his story, you know, I got to get it. And his story, he has a story too. And, yeah. um, you know, I at like, um, you know, I, I just understand that I was praying for everything during that whole process. I can't fathom what you were going through, but. Yeah, that was, it was definitely the, like one of the scariest things in my life, you know, like before, uh, so for, you know, just to fill the people in, um, my, my son was born uh, like four and a half months premium. He was born like half term. Yeah. You know, so it was like 
I think he was he was around like five or twenty something weeks, twenty two weeks when he was born. Yeah. So um, yeah, he was born like halfway. Yeah, for pregnancy, sure. You know, and he was a pound uh, seven ounces. You know, super like he literally fit in one of my hand. Yeah. You know, so um, and they told us that he was gonna have an eighteen percent chance to live. You yeah. Know, so. And look at him today. He's as yeah, big as he the has twins. No health problems. <laughs> you know, he's like beautiful little boy, super mm-hmm. uh, energetic, you know. And I just take every day with him as a blessing. And mm-hmm. every day that he, like, uh, his name is Champion. I named him Champion because he beat the odds. Yeah, he beat the odds. And it's crazy because I knew I was having a boy from the moment I yeah. was told that she was pregnant. Okay. Like, yeah. There was no ultrasound or nothing like that. We didn't know the sex. I did not even think of a girl's name because I knew I was having a son. Yeah. Like, was like, <laughs> she tried to tell us, like, should we do it? No. I'm pregnant. I'm yeah. like, with who? Champion? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, That's awesome. You know, so, you know, I knew what he was going to be already. I knew his name. Uh, it was just something that was placed on my heart, you know? Like, mm-hmm. before that, I had never thought of even. Picked out a, a, I didn't want kids, you know. I I was like not even focused on having kids. I was like, I was gonna open my window ten business, buy me houses, get in real yeah. estate, all all this stuff, you know. So, but um, once uh, once that happened, you know, and then the way he was born, uh, I just was like, man, that was like super meant to be, yeah. and he fought for his place here, you know. For sure, so, like. What I can do every day after that is I can fight to teach him what a man does, you know, like what a man can build or what a man can give. That right world, there. You know, like, um, you know, I just I want to be a shining example to him. Oh, believe me, you are. I, 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 I'll enforce that like you are. You definitely are. Um, it's it, fatherhood. I, I'll say has changed me for the better. My twins changed me, but when when my son Arlo got here, it was more um, that gave me another push. Right. And um, especially twins are eight right now. They're they're watching me. And then I have a 12 year old. Right. And her name is Kenzie. And she's definitely watching me because. Right. Holy cow. Her and her mom. One of like it's. it's right. And, you know, in her life, you're you're the example of how a man is going to treat her, you know, or yeah. what she's going to accept from a man. You exactly. Know? So, Believe me, I am to, uh, like I, I don't the way I'm, I'm 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 trying to raise her is just to understand that this world isn't easy because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you, when I was thrown out into it, it wasn't anything I expected. And. You have to adapt and you, you know. And I applaud you, bro. Like yeah. just watching your growth, you know, like you've made it through things that I couldn't have fathomed, you yeah. know. So and that's it's been an amazing journey to be able to see you um just rise from all the swings that life has taken at you. I got a one song, um, and it has the speech from uh the movie Rocky in it where he's like Yeah. Uh, this one? <laughs> Yeah, I got you, bro. It's got Rocky in the beginning talking about, um, you know, this world is going to beat you up. Yep. You know, but you can't stay down. It's on you to get back up, you know, and however he says it, I can't remember exactly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, it's like one of the most famous lines in a movie. When you drop that song and I heard that quote, it, it's like it gives me shivers right now. Like it's right. like oh, it's, right. it's it gives you purpose. And I, I I I this I was so excited for this interview because it was like you know I get to see someone that I've seen the growth in in the ladder, and I know you taking an appreciation with me, and I appreciate that. Um, but it, it's it's awesome to see the growth that that's coming. Through your business, through your music, um, and everything takes time, you know. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm still not done, you know. Yeah, I, dude, that's I, the I best part. Lot, I got a lot 
coming. You know, there's a there's a lot of things that I I can um you know I I just that's how that's yeah. all I can say. I got a lot coming. You know, I want to add value to this place that I'm at. You know, For I sure. wanna, um like I said, I want to teach people uh, to get more apprentices, get these kids out the streets. You know, show them that like. You know, you don't have to be in these streets stealing cars, selling drugs, fighting yep. people. You know, like there's too much money out here. For know? sure. And there's too much things to do with the money to enjoy your life, you know, and to make the people that you love enjoy their lives. Yep. You know, like, you know, all, all the time um, I think about like with my family, you know, like we usually go on like two to three vacations throughout the year, mm-hmm. you know, growing up. <laughs> We never went on vacations growing up, you know, when I was yeah. a kid, you know, and now to be able to take my girl, my kid out on vacations every year and just see their face because they get to see, you know, new the world, things, you know, the, the world, world yeah, see how other people live and stuff like that. It's fun, you know, and I wish I, I wish I would have been able to see more people um, show me that that was possible when I was younger. Yeah. You know, nope. I didn't get to see a lot of that. Man. Uh, well, Hey, I really appreciate you coming on here, telling the story, to showing the growth. Um, I really, man, means a lot. Um, Illy Tints, everyone. Illy Tints, LLC. Google me. Holla at your boy. Rap master. <laughs> window tint goat. Y'all know. Where is it um, located at? Uh, we're on 27th and um, basically 27th. The Pute's the edges is 8581 South 27th Street. On the west side of the street. So, okay. uh, I mean, you can't miss these big green pillars. No, you can't. <laughs> um, so, again, Illy Tints. If you haven't heard, I mean, the, the quotes are affordable. The prices are there. How can you not want tinted windows during the summer? You know yes, what sir. I mean? Um, thank you for coming on, brother. Yeah, all right. It's all love. Hey, we going to get litty. <laughs> Work my fingers to the bone Had to get it on my own I, I, I go bigger, I go home Look at me now, I finally made it I turned my pain to motivation It took some time, but I was patient That's cause enough for celebration What's the occasion?